0: You're listening to Around Comics, episode 188. Chicago. This is Around Comics, the Comic Culture Podcast, where each week our revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. And Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at forty-eight thirty-five Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. Drop by, but don't talk to us. (laughs) There's
1: no way to talk to us. Stay behind the rope. Until so we until we motion to you, then you may enter the club. Then you may take two steps forward. <laughs> but no more than two steps. You have a better chance of getting uh, getting in if you bring girls with you. It's a bunch of guys. <laughs> well the girls have a better <laughs> chance of getting, of getting in. You might have to wait behind Not the, line, the ropes. Yeah. Hank, you may enter it.
0: <laughs> Alright, and this episode is sponsored by InstockTrades dot com. we waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. And right now, InStockTrades.com is offering our book of the month selection, the Starman Omnibus <sighs> Volume One, for an amazing oh, thirty-seven percent off the cover <laughs> prize. At last, the hit series created by James Robinson and Tony Harris is collected in a series of six spectacular hardcover editions. Six, absolutely, yeah. God! This how many is issues were there? Ninety or
2: something?
1: Yeah. Eighty something. 80 but 80 they're something? collecting the Shade, Shade. series and everything, this is very cool. and like anything that James Ro- James Robinson wrote involved Starman, except for the JSA issues, Mm. because they don't kind of tie into the... I have comments
2: about
0: that I I started reading, but I I won't be here when you guys discuss it, but
1: maybe
2: maybe later
0: I'll talk... It's 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 good stuff, and the the inaugural volume, which we will be talking about, uh, features a new cover by Tony Harrison. Collects Starman uh, issue number zero through sixteen, and uh, and actually, you can listen in on Monday, July seventh, for our Book of the Month episode on uh, the Starman Omnibus Volume One.
1: Best zero issue ever. It's good. Question? (laughs) Question (laughs) mark? (laughs) Question mark? Question Mike? Yeah, that's a new thing, Mike. When you ask a question, make sure you say question at the end. Question. For the transcribers. Question? I'm gonna try we it. We have again. transcribers question? No, not the question. It was a <laughs> statement. You didn't, you <laughs> statement. didn't
0: like it the first time?
3: Um, I can't say that I didn't like it. I just uh, I read I, I bought like the first three <laughs> trades. So I had that second trade Crazy. that's so hard oh. to get. And uh I just I just stopped. Yeah. I'm gonna So I it wasn't enough thoughts. to like keep me Going because I wanted to read it because everybody I never heard anybody say that it's not the most spectacular thing they've ever read so I had to find out what was so great about it but I'm I'm gonna try it it again
0: I'm about I'm about halfway through the, the first one I'm about halfway through. I'm about a third of the way. I'm never reading I don't, I don't even <laughs> there you know. There you go. There's your update yeah. on where we are. Where we are. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Christopher we Neisman. have two hours to fill. <laughs> <laughs> but let me, uh, <laughs> let me introduce you to the rest of today's panel. Uh, first of all, uh, my partner in crime is back with us, Mr. Yo. Brian Salazar. How you doing, sir?
2: I'm good. How are you gentlemen? You gentles. What brought time. you back? Uh, Boredom? Yeah, I wasn't doing anything kids. tonight.
0: The kids weren't. No,
2: they actually, I you know I thought about it. My family's actually not home tonight. I could be at home by myself,
1: playing video games. Yeah,
2: watching porn or something. Good, <laughs> like doing that. both Perfect. at the same time. Yeah, because yeah.
1: There's nothing holding Eating you back. Bad. Those Japanese games. But no, I <laughs> yeah. decided. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you Did go. Did you see
0: that? They're. Um, uh, What's the, what's the one that was on, like, Spike that had the, the really hilarious voiceovers with all the... Cra- War- Wario's Porn Palace. <laughs> well, no, they're, 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 they've repurposed one of these. They're called Wipeout now. It was, what, uh, XZM or whatever. Um, I don't know. It was... Oh, it's so You're funny. Are talking about a TV show or a video game? TV show. Oh, the last weird? video game? They you got a TV last last? show? Yeah, Is there's two of
2: them now. It's I Survived a <laughs> Japanese... Game show and Wipeout, and they're both like Japanese games. The last video game I
1: finished was Kid Icarus. Back in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Hey, I've
0: almost uh, beat al- it 150 times. I've almost got to my level 55 in Call of Duty 4, so I'm very excited. Wow.
3: I can't play those. Out. I can't I think I'm like guy on, guy on he... level 30, and I've had that game for like that. at least. I tried playing that. a year the, longer than the, you did. He found a loophole where he could
2: <laughs> yeah. get a lot play, of experience play without actually having to kill anyone. <laughs> play headquarters. I uh,
1: <laughs> I went to uh, I, I tried playing Call of Duty a couple weeks ago and. It traumatized <laughs> <laughs> I me. Mean, like. I Post was traumatic like, ah! stress. And then I played some like Wii sports, and that was like more, <laughs> more, more my level because I wasn't like shooting people. Should, and I was just like, yeah. I feel uncomfortable. Don't, I felt pl- don't really play weird. Grand F- Theft Auto, though. No, yeah, I, d- just, I don't know what it is about me, but I just I get weird like.
2: I'm about 10% through Gun Theft Auto, and I still don't know if I
4: like
1: it or not. I just, yeah, I'm, just I'm like,
3: halfway through, and I've decided to stop playing. Uh, it's did you
1: see the Onion article about... uh The incompetent cops. yeah. <laughs> incompetent yeah Liberty I did, City yeah. Police Officer. An investigation
2: <laughs> needs to be... Yeah, it is 50,000 carjacking. M- Marta gets like so
0: it. weirded out by me playing Call of Duty that she she went out and bought Dead Rising because she thought that would be a little bit calmer. In the house.
3: No, dude, you're point. under a timer with that. That stresses you <laughs> out even more. That was the first game I bought, and I stopped, pl- I stopped playing it just because it was like, I can't do this in time. <laughs> I'm waiting for a nice fishing fish game. You got like 72 <laughs> hours to game. save Fast everybody Astros. in a mall?
1: <laughs> There's all sorts of fishing Relax, games, I bro. can drink and fish in my r- the yeah, there are moments that Call There's of a Duty wee
3: fishing rod when I was playing it on the story mode that I was sitting there and I'd have to press pause and I'm like, man, this is tense. <laughs> I think I've got post-traumatic need, stress disorder. You need to talk well, to someone. After, shell, after shock. After <laughs> shell
1: shock. Norton's got shell shock. After, playing, that after playing
0: those uh, crazy those bastards uh, online, the story mode is
1: easy. You get the oh, story's story <laughs> easy. Norton wakes up and no! <laughs> what happened? I was thinking about how... I shot that kid in (laughs) Call of Duty. (laughs) Hank, I killed the shot. No, it's the other way around. (laughs) Yeah, Hank's a killer. He's like a
3: ninja.
0: <laughs> uh, next is our our, edu- our edutainment master.
1: I don't like that. No, no. I'm you know I got a doctor, fun- Do- doctor, doctor. Doctor funny. Doctor funny. <laughs> he's, all, <laughs> he's, all PhD he's also the host PhD. of Tom versus
0: the JLA. He's of course Mr. Tom Gators. Hey, thank you. The host. Well, he's the I am the host. and uh, Tom versus writer, JLA.
1: editor, producer. There's yeah. no guests. It's a, it's a key operation that Tom <laughs> versus. Yeah, the JLA. I tell you what, man. I can't wait to be done with the justice. <laughs> <laughs> are
0: you getting a little tired of it?
1: <laughs> if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for Aquaman being such a douchebag <laughs> for issue after issue. When are you going to stop? Are you gonna I'm end? stopping at when I get to the end of Volume 1. I'm going to do The Flash next.
3: Oh, cool. Very and nice. Tom but versus just The Flash
1: doesn't have quite a... I'm just going to keep calling it Tom versus The JLA, and if people complain about it, um, they can I'd stop like listening. i just like <laughs> to see the person <laughs> that complains. You know, uh, your title no
5: longer reflects... <laughs>
1: Did <laughs> not like just LA, continuity right? change. Yeah,
0: Jesus Christ. And last but certainly not least is the current artist of Green Arrow and Black Canary and uh, also doing uh, supplemental stories for DC's weekly series Trinity. He is Mr. Mike Norton.
2: Hello. Hello. and And. Uh, crankcast.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we're all doing. We we all have podcasts except for except for you. We're, we're gonna have. Me
2: and Tom are working on. We got one. We got something. something, ah, something. Yeah, we got something. Little, yeah. something, something, something. Something in the pipeline. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Now it's the uh, it's the uh, cross state lines crankcast. Now that yeah. uh, crank has left is left the uh, friendly confines. <laughs> <you guys laughs> talk I about, think like, if we're
3: drinking <laughs> while we do it, yeah, yeah, if you're drinking or watching yeah, porn across state lines, pretty sure that we might watch yeah, it. FBI. Oh, maybe. man, that's why I don't drink anymore while I do the show.
1: <laughs> can't drink. Because you diet. can't
3: tell him to. You can't tell yeah. Crank to stop. He's got to
1: have that rum and diet Dr. Pepper, or oh, diet Mountain Dew, or yeah. whatever. Uh, rum and diet
4: Mountain Dew.
3: Oh! He hasn't done that in a while. It's He's back to the regular
1: beer now, but good for him. I oh. think
3: he's like uh, he's doubled his smoking output though, I think since he's moved.
1: He went from quitting to smoking even more. <laughs> yeah, I think he's, he's catching yeah. up. He's got to he catch tried up both. <laughs> with Chad Both and he's he got to get late. the nick levels back I think up in he's my just blood. pretty much setting packs on fire <laughs> <his> <laughs> he just lights it and throws it in the room (laughs) (laughs) I'll get enough out of that (laughs) he's
3: he's making tobacco bonfires I miss
1: Craig yeah
3: me too it's only been like two weeks (laughs) I I miss
1: Craig I I get to hear him every week that's
0: true that's true in the internet age you never really can miss as much as I did before yeah exactly yeah. (laughs) yeah that's the other thing yeah all right. Well, I tell you what. Let's uh let's go ahead and talk about what we've been reading uh, the last couple of weeks. It reading. is time for top of
5: the stack. Top. Top, of, top the stack. of the stack. the stack,
0: the stack. That's right. It's top of the stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading right for the, the last couple of weeks. because hey. I got my game Shh. turned all the way up. Oh, Poor David in his, his little room of seclusion. I'm, I'm out out of <laughs> can't, I
5: can't, can't wake up my wife. I can't wake up Renee. I hear dead people. She gets,
0: <laughs> she gets very angry. Sacred invasion's really good. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Mr. Caters, what is your top of the stack?
1: Uh, my top of the stack is the 12, number 6 of 12, written by J. Michael Straczynski and with art by Chris Weston. I think I picked this once already, and when I was on the iFanboy video show, I also picked this as... Wow, you really of, like it. I do, I do, I really do like it. And I I, I went back, and uh, I wanted to go back and listen to what I said about it previously, because I didn't want to duplicate it, but it's been a long enough time that I have different thoughts. About it than I did. Yeah. Uh, If you don't know what the twelve is, I've talked. It's sort of Marvel's JSA in a weird way. Um, It's about a group of World War II figures heroes who get frozen in time and reawakened into the current like Marvel universe. Though it doesn't really. You never see any other Marvel characters really in it, Uh, and. It's sort of a play on Captain America and sort of a play on the JSA, but I think with a very Marvel twist to it, uh, in the fact that we have all these characters who don't fit into the world. There isn't a place for them really anymore in the world. They're not seen as heroes like the JSA are. Uh, They're not icons like Captain America are. So they have to kind of find their way of how they fit into this world. And it's really cool because in reading the first issue, um, JMSR sets up a thing where you think there's gonna be a villain. But as you're going through the story more and more, because in the first issue, one of the guys is dead, and that's the cliffhanger, is that you know at the end one of them's gonna end up dead. And you kinda think, oh, who's the villain who's gonna do this? But as you're reading along, like it could be suicide or it could be <laughs> one right. of the other ones because <laughs> you're starting to see that there isn't gonna be like some villain that's pulling strings against them. Like their biggest enemy is the fact they don't fit in into this world. And uh, for instance, you know, in this issue they have, there's, you know, a character who goes by the Blue Blade, who he has a TV show that he talked his way into getting to last issue, and all the reviews are horrible because it's really unfunny, and he <laughs> wants to be like a big Hollywood star. There's the Phantom Reporter, who's just this reporter, who's got a column, but he's got writer's block, and he doesn't know how to fit into this world. Uh There's Rockman, who claims he's... Uh, the lost monarch of like an underground civilization, but it kind of turns out that he's really just a guy who was a miner whose family died in an accident, and that oh, th- he's been a Oh, did that happen in this issue? Yeah. Oh,
5: you not, just spoiled it oh, for me. Oh, it's not that big of a
1: deal. <laughs> <laughs> I spoiled it I for you. I thought he was a no, monarch. And it, no, no. And, it, and Is
3: that seriously an old Marvel character? Yeah, there's Man? old
1: time, like timely, I think. I don't think they're wow. ever under the... Sort of Marvel banner, and we she's have uh, There's the the Phantom reporters pining after Black Widow, who's hanging out like in a goth club with these goth girls. Mm. And now she
0: does fit into that.
1: Yeah, well, they make a joke about where the goth girls like you know we all pretend about all this like evil stuff, but I get the feeling that she's <laughs> not pretending. She's not <laughs> pretending, and that's it, it's a really cool twist on it because when you see a lot of Golden Age characters, it's sort of the difference between Marvel and DC in that. The JSA very much has a place in the DC universe, mm-hmm. and they're revered as heroes, yeah. and they have uh, their legacy. They have a legacy yeah. that's been passed on, and they're remembered. And even someone like Captain America has found a place in the Marvel universe, but it's sort of like in the Marvel sort of tradition. There's something messed up with all of these characters that they can't fit in, and they can't mm-hmm. find a place really in this universe. And I I've loved it so far. I know a lot of people say that JMS stories fall apart at the end and this one could fall apart. But so far I think it's like this real slow burn book because there's not a villain to it. you're just watching these characters sort of interact with the world around them. So I don't think there's there's not going to be this big nothing to pull. Not so yeah, point. there's not Midnight
0: like Nation was a 12-issue series yeah. and I thought it was great beginning to end. Yeah. So I, I think a 12-issue series it's not complicated. is not perfect is a perfect you well, know, I think maybe Genesis's
2: problem with with bigger stories is yeah. that he gets them to a point where there has to be some, you know, very large climax, yeah. and he may just not be willing or able to to do that. Yeah, but, you know what I mean. And, I don't, and, and I don't reason, see that with the. I don't see there being world,
1: yeah. like it's just going to follow these guys as they're they're trying to find how can they fit in, how right. do they have a place? You know, one guy. Is doing all, is going crazy stopping crimes and stuff because if he isn't doing that he's sitting around thinking about how all his family is he has no one in the world, so he spends all his time doing the superheroing and we have a guy who's uh, incredibly sensitive to like radio transmissions and like mm. TV and back in the forties that wasn't a big deal With but all in the current world it, yeah. the world is so loud he it's has to like to lock crazy, himself yeah. away you know so it's all stuff like it's nice n- nice little twists and sort of a lot of the traditional golden age sort of characters you know i think one of the things i like about
2: it so much is the the idea you know a lot of times when we we think about the 40s and 50s especially world war ii in that era you know it's it's very much rose-colored glasses and it's such a a revered era in in america especially um but a lot of these characters come you know come to this time with with sensibilities from the 50s, but those sensibilities are giving them as much
1: problems. Or even, like, very time-specific problems, like the one character who pretended he wasn't Jewish to, like, get in, you know. Or Rockman was a guy who was trying to organize his mining town to have, like, a union. Like, these very specific things from Mm -hmm. that time period that sort of it's easy to wash over and think that everything in the 40s was... Like, let's fight the Nazis. Right. Everything's good. Everything's you know? gold. Yeah, everything, yeah, everything, you everything know, the golden heroes age. Heroes are heroes, you know. Right. And that's not to say that, you know, I love the JSA, too. I mean, it's two different sides of, mm-hmm. you know, a way of looking at the past. You know, both are valid, but both are d- very real. different. Yeah, yeah, they're both real. They are both have a sensibility to them yeah. that's legitimate. So I, I've loved it so far. If you like the JSA... I would recommend reading the 12 as being... And a Marvel's JSA. Yeah, what, like what, a nice twist what, on it. What
0: could have been Marvel's JSA? Yeah, it's
1: like a nice yeah. twist on that sort of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the art's awesome. I love Chris Weston's art in this. There's a couple times where you see how really sad the characters are. You know, their faces really show that they don't fit in, you know, in in this world.
0: Yeah, I'm going to wait for that one to come out yeah. and trade. It's
1: going to be nice. It's going to be yeah. a nice trade. What that's issue nice. is that? Six.
0: Oh, so it's halfway done. It's
3: halfway so done. We'll and it's on...
1: It's on a month, I think they've got it cool. all wrapped up. So I don't think. Yeah, so it's probably have. already finished. Yeah, yeah, or close to it. Cool.
5: Hello, this is Steve Niles, and you are listening to Around Comics. Mr.
0: Norton, what do you got for oh. us?
1: Good sir. Um, hmm. French fries. <laughs> a Hi. juice. Hi. What was that Your malt about not being it. prepared? Your malt liquor choice.
3: <laughs> what, uh, does this have to be something we read, no. like, this no. week? No, no man. It could be whatever. Free, 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 free. Uh, I'm trying to think of things that just came up. Two recent things I read that I thought were really good were, uh, because everybody was telling me how great this new, uh, Spider-Man Weekly was, mm-hmm. I bought the slot Marcos Mark. Oh, yeah. That three was issue. Oh, uh, yeah. And it was really good. It it was. I haven't read Spider Man since. I can't even remember. I bought the Garney Straczynski issues only for Garney's art, mm-hmm. and uh, so I don't even know what happened in those issues. I completely missed Brand New or One More Day or all that stuff that everybody was burning comics for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this really was it. If I hadn't heard about all the controversy and stuff, I would have picked this up and gone, why is everything back to 1979? You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But it's definitely nice.
0: Is it just good Spider-Man it's, stories? It's, it's, it's yeah. great Spider-Man stories. It's I mean, funny. It's, it's,
3: it's, it's exactly what, you know what, when me and uh, Sean came up with Gravity, mm-hmm. this was the kind of stuff we were wanting to do. Was this kind of these kind of stories? You know, it's you know that that was the Spider Man that we remembered, and now it, apparently he's back. You know, well, it was so
1: awesome because it was, um, Marcos Martin had done the art on that Doctor Strange book mm-hmm. with uh, Brian yeah. uh, Brian, uh, Brian K Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, okay. and so yeah, the art seen, the dude, art well. is he is kind uh, awesome. of like a
3: spiritual successor yeah. to Ditko and many. Oh yeah, those. yeah, and I mean Ray. he's got his own thing definitely. I mm-hmm. mean he's more of He's got this you know South American style, I think more akin to like uh like javier polito and and these other guys and but he's definitely got that ditko thing going on so and and just his layouts on this booker he's doing all kinds of stuff where all the panels on a page are of the same shot, yeah. But there's different things going on, and I haven't seen that in a long time. Or, I mean, done this well. Yeah. So it was just very entertaining on both fronts. And it
1: was cool because they introduced, like, new... New characters, you know, like how often in comics, right? Do you actually? see And I've, see I've been people reading
3: that that's what they've been doing through this whole series is, there, like, lots of new villains and stuff. It's like all that. been new villains, yeah. yeah. Which that is, I mean, that was sense. that was
0: early Spider-Man. It was it was one new villain yeah. after the other. Yeah.
3: This was, is, I mean. Slots dialogue is great as always. He excels at that. I mean, it's funny as hell. And, and Spider-Man's who really under- you want to be funny.
1: The story is also, um, you know, when you said it's like a flashback to 1979, it is kind of, but also there's elements of the story that or uh, very moderate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like know. totally yeah, moderate. Like the, the whole paparazzi
3: angle, which is such a brilliant idea. Of course, you would think about that with Peter Parker.
1: Yeah, um, if like you know, not in that situation. No, it's, it's kind of like, it's it's like in
3: the 80s when they put him on the news magazine. You know, what was yeah. it? Now magazine yeah. or something yeah. like that? I mean, it made sense.
2: I mean, you actually even have a new you know, editor there's a new editor of the day Yeah. The,
3: yep. the new owner.
2: Called of the D B, you know. That kinda and and reminded
3: and me and a little bit of Superman four for a
1: little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but then <laughs> I got oh, I was like, this is
3: done way better I was, than Superman Four. <laughs> I
1: liked it so much that I was like, Oh, oh have they all been I was like, Oh, have they all been this good? I was I've like, heard Zeb you know. I've heard Zeb Wells has been doing a really nice job. Zeb my, and
0: Chris cello did my, the I haven't
3: I issues. didn't read those this, these have been the only ones I've read. In fact Same like I was me. saying I d I didn't pay attention to any of the stuff before so the whole thing about all the Mary Jane aspects were a little bit confusing to me, but not enough that I cared at all. I mean, it was totally mm-hmm. readable. Well, yeah,
1: because Mary Jane shows up in the Well,
3: And plus, you get the idea that she knows what's going on.
1: Yeah. Or it's very... It's It could go either way. It's definitely vague on purpose. Yeah, yeah but it's really funny, yeah. and it's well, it's nice. It's I been like
2: that it. way since, since the last day, or one more day, yeah, or whatever, day. Uh, since that event, or yeah. whatever, it's been... I and mean, that has been the tone throughout it. I mean, it's been different writers, different artists, but the tone has very much been a, 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 a sort of whittled down right. to the roots of Spider-Man, but still the modern uh, look at, it, at yeah. it, and and it just isn't taking itself I was as just serious. impressed
3: by how many I new might, characters... Yeah, I like might check out... Go back and check out the other ones now, and I might check it out from now on. Uh, the only thing that might hinder me from that is... I mean, I love the combination of Slot and Martin. Right. I love Dan Slot's writing. I mean, it's the only thing that kept me reading. And Martin's you know, art Chi-Hol was phenomenal after sure. Bobbio left. You know, it, well, <coughs> Pelletier was awesome too. So. Yeah. Um, That's because he's like Byrne. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I love that about his artwork. But uh, me too. <laughs> Um, I'm still pissed. That's about the only Fantastic reason I before. bought Guardians of the Galaxy. I hate cosmic <laughs> crap, but I bought that book because he drew it. It's oh, so good. It, yeah. um,
0: and it's snarky and clever.
3: Um, but uh, I I don't know if I'm going to like the other guys as much. But I think I know cool I like Zeb's stuff. Yeah, but I I I'll just have to give it a try. Know, but that's the yeah. thing. This book makes me want to do that, and that's exactly yeah. what they want.
1: I think it's cool too because I also got the sense that if you miss three issues. It's not a big. You're game. not gonna like. Yeah. You're not gonna be. They catch out you up. They use yeah. all the
2: editor stuff. The, That's all the all
1: the. That is know.
2: perfect. I
3: don't. It's not I didn't perfect for like this great idea editorially.
2: Yeah, I I think just it, they've done it so well because you could have gone either way. To me, it's a book that w- probably the only book on the stands really right now that can accomplish two things. One, really appeal to old. Comic, older comic book fans that l- want that Spider-Man, and at the same time appeal to new Spider-Man fans yeah. that watch the movies or whatever and are yeah. just getting to it now. Really hard to do. Yeah. I it's, mean, I think and with it's a character great because like
3: that. It, it is three times a month, so it's not even done in one. Right. But you're getting the same. I mean, you're getting a story every month, and it's it's but it's, it's a big, short. It's, it's like bigger, it, and yeah. it's
1: also like a three part. Three part art. Three part, album, parts, three three part arc, So, arcs, so like you can, I, well, three part it, it, you can. I mean,
3: so now now that we're talking about it, it's just kind of actually sinking in how brilliant this idea actually is it you know was, i mean everybody just,
2: gave those guys so much crap for yeah. wanting to do what they were doing but obviously it seems like they had it was, just, had how, really it was just how, how they got th-
0: there i mean they had to they had to pull some teeth to yeah but know. there's no yeah, but at but this you point know it without breaking eggs i guess yeah. Yeah. i mean
3: i i would well, everything i everything thing, i read you know, about that. it i mean the whole how they got there i was just like really i don't want to do nothing with that yeah. and that's why i didn't i had no i
5: didn't but if the product wasn't good. even
3: interested in going out and getting it. But I heard so many good things about yeah, this. Yeah, the product's good. Yeah. It wins out. Yep. People will forgive. Marco's Martin's art is. People will forgive. He's fantastic. That oath was a great yes. miniseries.
1: What people perceive is like a betrayal of continuity. Well, they will forgive if you give them good, good stories. Stories, because yeah. that's what people want, and that's what they buy. They don't buy. Well, I'm sure some people do. They don't buy continuations of, you know. Well, some people do. (laughs) You know, like the hand, like I've always said, it's the purpose of these books, like the entertainment value of these books goes beyond. Making sure that the Marvel Handbook makes sense. I mean, T- tight, like, read tight
0: continuity with bad stories are still bad comics. They're still, yeah,
1: they're still yeah. bad. You know, yeah. and like whatever. Yeah. I don't think how they got to it was like the greatest way ever. But if it means that I get really good Spider-Man comics, yeah. I'll the, pain, about the, it? Yeah. the pain yeah. is over. Resume, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you paid you you your, your due. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's a fictional fucking character. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> nobody died. for yeah. real. it's <laughs> <you know? laughs> all right. I love that. They were great comics. They were. <laughs> They were the I I thought the same thing when I got done. I was like, I can't believe that I'm g- like really want to check out all yeah. the Spider-Man I'm, I'm stuff. I'm
3: excited. I mean, that is the best. I mean, especially these days, it seems more and more about entertainment in general. I feel more jaded, and I feel like the population in general is more jaded yeah. about entertainment. Oh, yeah. So when you do find something like that, that's almost it's like pure in a in a way. Yeah. You get. Excited about it. So, I mean, that it makes me excited when I do find something that's like, oh, I can be excited about something for once. You yeah. know? Instead yeah. of like wondering when the other shoe's going to drop. You're
5: like,
3: ah, oh,
0: this is good. Nice. Yeah. Something else that's good. It's my top of the stack. Yeah. 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 I no, I heard that sucked <laughs>
3: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't even know what you're holding <laughs> Uh
0: We've talked about it. I think, I think once before on the show <laughs> is um yeah, so uh we'll walking to
2: the top of this Did you pick this? The first issue.
0: Uh, walking key. Yeah. Only so many bucks. ID, yeah, IDW the publishing. Good good. It's by uh, Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez is on art, and uh, this is the the fifth uh, issue in the first six issue story arc, and from uh, from beginning to end, this has been this has been probably the the comic I've enjoyed the most this year it is really yeah each each issue I've heard good things about it it is the is first of all it's the, a real writer it's a re- yeah Sorry, Joe Hill. no offense. It's, to it's Stephen <laughs> King's son, Joe Hill. Joe Joe Hill is. is and he's Stephen, a real writer
3: because he's Stephen King's son.
0: Uh, well, he's also a real writer. He's no. he writes yeah. It's books. You, would, he writes you would books. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ah. You can tell he he a is a very good writer, but b he understands comics. And there are, there are novelists that have tried to write comics, and, and it doesn't translate. It doesn't work. There are comic book writers that have tried to write novels, and it doesn't always work. Yeah. There it has happened. Successfully, uh, a few times, and this is this is one where you have yeah a guy that that started as a novelist and is writing a really engaging horror series, but it's it, it's I'd say it's probably more of a psychological horror than than a, it's I mean there there are some pretty pretty gruesome moments in it, but it's it's more on the psychological than the uh, yeah I don't even know board. if I'd call it
2: necessarily a horror. I mean it's it certainly it, it so has it's horror like suspense, supernatural yeah, thriller maybe. Yeah, but you know, I don't know if I'd call it a straight a horror necessarily, but well, we were talking it about this has elements
0: of it earlier today. Uh, what what Joe Hill does uh, as well as as his dad does is that he takes he takes supernatural horror and he marries that with with natural horror. He takes he takes you know just like a bear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a ghost bear, it, or it, it's uh, and I, a real bear. What happens? What, a cyborg well, puma. What happens whenever you take a a real psychotic person who is is really an evil evil person, and you use a supernatural force of some type to push them over the edge and make them that more which is a very common theme in Stephen Stephen king absolutely that's almost all of them to some degree he's read
1: daddy's books i think maybe yes he he uses (laughs) he
0: uses this and 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 and, and that 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 frames a a story about a family that goes through a, a truly horrific experience and and he just does such a good job of slowly unveiling why this has happened. And there are these these little these little moments of, of fact that he drops into it and like, oh okay, well that makes sense. It, it's smart. It's really well paced. The dialogue is spot on, and Gabriel Rodriguez's art—this guy is really good. And one of the things that I that I enjoy about the book is it's very cinematic, and and I'd be really interested to see a script on this and see see how how the script and the art are are working their way out because there are so many good camera angles that that just hit that suspense meter all the way up where you as the viewer are seeing something that, that the character in, in frame is not seeing. It's something that's either happening behind them or it's something that, that the person behind them is not meant to see and it's just these these great subtle reveals and yeah it's Lock and Key is if you like any sort of suspense or horror suspense or really just good comics Lock and Key is something you should be checking out. It's the best thing that IDW's ever put out. Oh. Ever, I like it better than Thirty Days at Night. It's, uh, I mean, it's the thing. I, well, it's, I, think a, it's, I said, a, it's a good. Comment. I
2: think the thing I said when I when I first picked the the first issue that impressed me so much about it was his ability to to explain all the backstory uh, and everything everything you needed to know about any of the characters without ever using any type of exposition or boring you with any type of uh, unnecessary information. Um, the whole time, you know, he he gives you all the information you need to have, at the same time telling you a very good story, mm-hmm. which is something you see uh, a lot of people have a hard time doing. Um, I mean, uh, you know, we talked about novelists coming over and not being successful in comic writers. I think, you know, because it's such a different skill set of know, a no- in a, well, in a novel you have thousands and thousands of words and no set time to you know, no set limit. To tell the story and tell the backstory and tell everything you need to know about a character, and and then at the same time in comics you you have the set limit, but you know I think s- too many writers sometimes fall back on sort of easy ways out easy ways out mm-hmm. of telling you a good story when they need to tell you information, um, and I just think he does a tremendous
0: job of, of he's, mixing the. Two. He's telling a very a very <clears throat> thick story, but he also nails the 22 page cliffhanger every yeah. issue it's like oh shit um, yeah it's i i'm i'm sold i i it's probably my favorite book this year so this way
1: next issue the cliffhanger will be on page 21 <gasps> so. And then, like twenty two, will be a bunch of characters standing around. <laughs> Last issue, looking down. No, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah I, w- I would say,
0: I would say, don't
1: worry at
0: all about uh, about seeing this turned into a movie. It uh, there's. I want to say no I've already read about that. Haven't they? I it think they already ask? did. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's already been optioned. They did that. It, man, it's yeah. It's, it's wasn't it wasn't as like before the book. Before it was think, released. Yeah. Like I think that. like right before
2: it was released, the oh. first issue was released. They announced it. Oh, it deserves it. it it'll be it'll be a. That's it'll
3: good. Be a I'm cool glad that, that it's backed up by quality. So these days, you never know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's yeah, and that's the thing. It really is just you know you t- tie a bow around it. It's it's a quality product. Um, Gabriel Rodriguez, do you, have you guys seen his never work heard before? Of never heard of him. Yeah, I, I never seen him before.
3: He reminds me of a guy I know uh, named uh, Jeremy Dale. Uh, um mm-hmm. who's uh actually working on a couple of projects with uh with Tim Seeley. Mm-hmm. Actually I think he got hired away by Marvel. <laughs> so
0: I actually, I'd also like to mention um, Jay Photos. It's F O T O S. is the colors, the color on the book it, it sets such a great mood, mm-hmm. and that that's definitely a big part of the art as well. So yeah, lock and key, and check it out if you haven't. It is uh, if you can still find it, because I know that the the first issue sold out pretty uh, pretty quickly. So anyway, that's my top of the stack, Mister uh, Mister Salazar. Oh, uh, my top of the stack is one that kind
2: of surprised me. I didn't. Um really go into it thinking I'd love it, but uh, I had heard a lot of good things about the recent Superman stuff that Jeff uh, Johns and and, uh, and company had been doing on action and, and on the Superman books,
1: so I happened to pick up... Uh, I picked the, the last issue as my top of the stack. Did you really? Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> um, the Toy Man issue? I picked up... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You did.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I picked
2: up Action 866 the Brainiac Part 1 by Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, John Seibel, I believe is his name. Um... You know, initially when I f- first started reading it, I was actually um, a little annoyed at the, the way that, that Superman is obviously being portrayed as from the film. The first mm-hmm. Superman films, the, the Richard Donner, uh, and it's no secret that, you know, John's worked with Donner and all that stuff. But, and so I, for some reason I was just kind of annoyed at how much these characters looked like, uh, the characters from, or the, the actors from the film. Um, But by the end of it, I was actually really happy with just the whole package and and the fact that I I started going, well, you know what? That's always been my favorite Superman.
1: It's the Superman you like. Yeah, Yeah, it's the Superman I like, so why would I be upset (laughs) by it?
4: You know,
2: I sort of like you know, thought to myself. It's not like it's hey, wait traced. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it
1: just looks like. But even
2: like G- the mannerisms and 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 with this story in particular, you know, the way that he you know he's bringing back some characters like uh, the the um, gossip Steve columnist, Lombard, Steve Lombard, the sports guy that that <laughs> gives <laughs> uh, yeah, That's Cat a great scene. And, and that kind of thing. Um, it just everything about. It, I mean, it just has that that Donner feel to it. But I really did enjoy it, and, and Gary Frank's art, I think, is. I've always liked his stuff, but I've I've had always had some issues with like his faces and that kind of thing. But I think uh, this is one of the, my favorite issues that he's oh, yeah. done of stuff. Um, I, I just thought it was absolutely gorgeous, and he he actually seems to be getting better with the stuff that I had problems personally with. Um, and uh, and overall, it was just I really enjoyable. Like I said, it, it was I hadn't really been reading any Superman stuff, so I have no idea. I've never been that big of a Superman comic
1: book fan. Yeah. Um, Neither have I, but I've really liked the Johns <laughs> stuff, John, Johns gets everything. that character. And, uh, yeah, it was just a cool... You know what I like about it? cool,
2: good Superman story. What I like That's about it, it is
1: when you think about Superman, and you think about Superman is this character that seems to chew up supporting characters and cast them aside. Mm-hmm. You know, like, besides Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen mm-hmm. and Perry. Perry White and his parents... Everyone else comes around, even villain. How many versions of Brainiac have oh you God. seen? You know, you've seen like. Well, I was telling
2: Chris, I'm like, well, I don't even understand Brainiac. Yeah, so we, 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 want we want no, to try. No, yeah, you like, It Doesn't matter. It's yeah, like, it's like, it's like, like it's whenever
1: like someone else, whenever someone takes over Superman and says, "I'm gonna remake <laughs> Superman," they come up with their own version of Brainiac. You right. have to because you've seen <laughs> 50 versions of it. Yeah, but then when you look at what I really like with what Jeff Johns is doing with it, it's like you look through all the stuff that's gotten chewed up by like the Superman machine. And you sort of start picking up things that maybe shouldn't have gotten tossed away so casually, Mm. like the Legion of Superheroes maybe shouldn't have been thrown away. away, You know, his relationship uh, with them. Having people at the Daily Planet who are actual characters (laughs) maybe is not a bad idea to play up that you know, like. And these aren't new characters, they're just people that were in the book. They're, and they're co- co- yeah, yeah, and they're coworkers. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, and I mean. it's like, like, if you want to make Clark a more interesting character, then have him have to interact with, you know. And it's funny because Grant Morrison's doing the same thing in All Star Superman, where he had Steve Lombard mm-hmm. and he had the people in the, you know, picking up the stuff that got thrown aside.
2: Why I haven't enjoyed Superman for so long, really, because it's 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 always just becomes like, okay, who's the next more powerful villain that mm-hmm. Superman yeah. fights? Because that's all that be he's because he's well, Superman. Because you know, I mean, Superman is such a ridiculous character in the fact that if t- to to write him is difficult because he's so powerful, you know, and, and and so you have to go beyond that. You can't. It just can't just be an action book that yeah. he just goes out and fights the next bad guy or somebody pulls out kryptonite and I mean, yeah. it gets very boring and repetitive, you know. So the only way to really do anything more with it is, is to bring in that other interaction and relationships and
1: or and to show kind of well, well, and I think he's done that with all the he did that with the le- Jeff the Johns le- yeah. did the Legion stuff yeah. with show the way to make Superman likable is you show Superman being friends like having right. real friendships real with That's other people—that's the key. You make him well. There, there was there was a, there right. was a great there sense. was a great
0: Jimmy Olsen moment where Jimmy's late for the meeting yeah. and he comes in and while Perry's yelling at him, he kind of whispers to Clark, "Oh, hey, I'm following up this lead on this story." And it was a very human moment of, "Hey, this is my friend, and I've got Jimmy Olsen's yeah. more
1: than just like the attached sidekick. W- when written correctly, he's." Superman has, he's not Batman, he has friends, mm-hmm. you know, he has people that, you know, like uh, the reason the Legion of Superheroes story I thought was so good is showing that Superman as a kid obviously didn't have other friends that were kids that were human, right. you know, so where, who were his Clark, friends? Clark likes people. Yeah, he, he likes... He actually
2: likes to be around people. He likes to interact with people. He likes to have friends as opposed to,
1: like
0: said, Batman. That and he kind of likes to fuck like with people a little bit, too. He's got a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, he's, he's got that innocence to him, but when written correctly, he's also sort of got a playful... You know, like, he's... Mm-hmm. He is a normal person in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, but I think when people write Superman badly, that gets obscured by Superman the fighting... The icon. Yeah, it, it's Superman fighting, you know, Lex giant Hooper. alien after giant Superman. alien, giant... And you never... Like, to me, if you never show Superman as Clark, you don't show the character to its full, you know, depth, because it's he's more than just the guy, like... In the cape. Yeah, he's more than the guy... <laughs> there's someone else, you know, right. behind that. You know, well, so he's very much... I mean, he, he,
2: regardless of his abilities and powers... He grew up here. He grew up in, you know, Kansas. He's, he's from yeah. Kansas. Kansas. He, you know yeah. what I mean? He's just a kid from Kansas. that, And I think that just gets forgotten, especially, I mean, you know, not to harken back to, to the 90s or whatever else, but, I mean, it just it seemed like he became so much bigger... And more of a representative of things, you know, it became all of a sudden truth, justice, in the American way, yeah. As opposed to just him being Superman, yeah. Um, and be, you know, I mean, he became like this icon that that's all that people wrote about him is is you know he's this Boy Scout. He you know he he is the 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 heroes all look up to him. The, you know, see it's, what's funny, it, which they, is like you know when people say he's like the big
1: blue ways. Boy Scout, I always think of it as sort of, it's sort of an interesting metaphor because people say that and it's like. The idea that um, the Boy Scouts like perfect, but I was a Boy Scout, you know, like <laughs> right, you know, so like I. it's it's like more. Well, you of are, when you I are think of perfect, it, Tom. No, but I think of it as well. It's, it's like a metaphor for the American experience. He's the ultimate immigrant. He's the right. ultimate, yeah. Like,
2: well, not only that, I think when they talk about Boy Scout, it's, it's his his values and ideals, but yeah. they turn it into perfection as opposed yeah, to too. something to to attain or something that he. You know, holds as being important. Exactly. He is perfect. Well, yeah. Yeah. Never, I think there's also. There's, never, you know, there's never also a jealousy
0: fails. that's that's attached to that. It's like, oh, you know, he's the Boy Scout. He's everything that nobody else can be. And I think that there's there's a certain yeah. amount but of jealousy yeah, I mean, that right gets attached in the sense to
1: that. that to, to when you do that correctly, when you do a book correctly, that it's the, it's not that Superman is perfect. It's that he he takes er, whenever he makes a mistake. It's like the world crashes down around him right. because he thinks he has to be... Hold up He isn't perfect. Yeah. He thinks he has to be perfect, right. and he's so close. I mean, he's the one person in the world who could realistically attain... Perfection. Perfection. <laughs> you know, he can stop everything, he can, but he can't because then there wouldn't be any stories. So right. that's where <laughs> the stories come from is the fact that he... And Brainiac's really fucking creepy, and yes, actually, too, yeah, it yeah, actually yeah. made Brainiac creepy. Good
0: word, that double-page spread of all of the... Bottle the, cities. Yeah. That, was yeah, that was awesome. Cool. I
2: mean, the the first couple of pages is very Terminator-ish, you know, with these giant yeah. robot things that are killing everyone. Jeff Johns,
1: I think, is insisting upon making every... Uh, all the Superman <laughs> villains make sense, and I hope it doesn't make him go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like every version of he Brainiac has to mind. fit in, and I'm going to make this a story <laughs> that makes them all fit together. This page with with Pat <laughs> trying to seduce uh, oh yeah trying Clark to make was
2: probably my favorite page. Yeah, in, it's in, great. Because oh, that was piece a perfect piece of art, of art yeah, too. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah.
0: Hey, he was just <laughs> messing with her.
2: Yeah, I know, but it's just <laughs> a perfect example. I mean, that's that to me is is like prototypically Donner. He that's what he got about that character so much yeah. was that. He he wasn't a, he was a stick very in the money. yeah exactly. he wasn't a stickler yeah, yeah exactly he wasn't just like the you know this,
0: play uh, the farm boy yeah I mean
2: yeah. He, he he had a like you said he had a sense of humor he had uh, a, 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 a raw a sort of wit to him that that mm-hmm. he used a lot and and he enjoyed doing but uh, it just seems yeah. to get lost so well much pl- into, playing the
0: know. bumbler leads to very comedic moments and what's funny about it is that is that. Clark and we as the viewers are the ones that are in on the well, joke and nobody else Superman is.
1: Superman also suffers from perhaps the he is the most overexposed character. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I when you have, at Separate one point Wolverine. you have fucking, <laughs> yeah, well Wolverine's getting up there, but like years and years of him being in everything every, and you have, it, it's like a it just—it's so easy to lose track of the things that make the character interesting, and I—I'm not a big Superman comic book. I—I I don't really like the Superman solo books. I haven't mm-hmm. really liked them in a long time. But it I really kinda, like the John's stuff's been really good, and mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to James Robinson. Yeah. When James Robinson starts writing the other one, and him and Johns are working on stuff together. Yeah, and I'm, that makes me think. Oh, well, they're the ones that put you know mm-hmm. worked on JSA, you know. I'm just like, oh. They make Superman that interesting. Is this what like, keeps? Is this what keeps you keeps up at up night? Keeps me up at night when I'm like, is "Superman gonna really, <laughs> really interesting? Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to be really, really interesting. Yeah. have to is Someone going to find a way to make Superman really interesting. I hope so. Well, I really
2: enjoyed this issue, and and uh, I'll, I'll be looking at some some
0: additional ones. But uh, so are are you, Mike? Are you working on any uh, Superman stuff in Trinity? Can you give us any? I any haven't clothes? done
3: any Superman related stuff since Countdown. Okay, so
0: I didn't. Yeah, because the way that Trinity's going, it looks like these, you know, I I, don't call them backup stories. The kind of the supplemental. They are
3: usually the. Don't call it a backup. They're the other half. This is it's the same story, usually involving ancillary characters. Yeah, it's kind of what else. So you're going to get a lot of like the the, you know, how uh, this week the, or next week the Justice League shows up, and so you're going to get to see more uh, more of uh, of John Stewart and more of other characters. When does your... When, when does your Mine's stuff? next week. Next week. Oh, Next, okay. week. next week for the next three weeks, I think. There's a week in there where it's part me and part Scott McDaniel. So... Cool. And uh, you
2: had a trade come out this week, too. Did I? Metamorpho, yeah, Metamorpho you're you're one. One. Oh, okay. Shout. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude? Really? I didn't know. I didn't know that. Go pick it up. <laughs> Buy it, kids. Go get yeah. it. I guess. <laughs> this is Gene
5: Colon, and you are listening to Around Comics.
0: And that'll take care of our top of the stack. It's uh, now the uh, the time of the show where we get to call uh, some of our favorite creators, and we are joined on the line by uh, DC writer Mr. Will Pfeiffer. Will, how you doing?
5: I'm doing good. How you guys doing?
1: We're doing a-okay. We're having a great time. <laughs> Just andio. Yeah, it's Friday night. <laughs> comic stomach, book shop. My stomach hurts. Yes, I'm back. Sa- Sal ate 20 hamburgers before the show. <laughs> I'm, preparing, oh my
2: God. Yeah, I'm preparing for uh, my... that. Well, that's the thing. We're I, calling you wimpy. I, I didn't want to tell anybody, but I'm no longer doing the show because I'm entering the world of competitive. <laughs> competitive How many did say. you have?
5: I had, I had it, two. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> what, Will?
2: What, well? yeah, I was going
5: to say, it'd be tough to beat that Japanese guy that wins everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, he's got tendonitis of
1: the jaw now, mm-hmm. so if your time's
2: right to... The window right, is
1: there. On. Lightning round. How many a- hamburgers do you think you can eat in one sitting? Go, Norton. Uh,
3: Depends on what kind they are. Yeah, ma- White, Castle. The ha- White, ca- White Castle. White yeah, Castle? Holy crap. Can I could have look like so 30 of those. Yeah, I
1: would say probably 30-ish, 35. Oh, that's funny <laughs> because I, I could do about
0: 31. <laughs> <laughs> Will, how many wild ki- White Castles for you?
5: Uh, I was going to say 30, but now I've been trumped. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> 32 <laughs> 30 pack
0: Well Mr uh Mr Pfeiffer, 20. uh Catwoman is uh is coming to its its conclusion here pretty soon and uh you've you've been on that book for a, a good long time. It's a, it's kind of a rarity in comics today to to see someone on a on a book for that long. How how many issues have you done of Catwoman? I start my first issue was 44 and I'll
5: end up with 82. So that's like uh wow.
2: Forty issues. What is wow. that, I
5: mean, thirty-eight. Yeah, like
2: that? thirty-eight. Jesus. There you go. Wow, that's a pretty good run.
5: I know. Yeah, I just handed in the uh, revised script for the last issue. So, till the corrected, uh, you know, dialogue in that, it's, it's, I'm all done. That's it. Did you send Over. it?
2: Did you send <laughs> it with
5: tears? There were there were little tears. Well, I sent it through email, so it was kind of tough but I had to. I just do the emo- emoticon. <laughs> I'm <crying about> it. <laughs> Well,
0: it's been it's been a great run on on the book, and most of that is available in trade. Is it is it going to be your your entire run on Catwoman is going to end up being traded?
5: Yeah, there's one more trade coming out that I think will collect the last part of the run. And the only thing that isn't isn't traded is the stuff before one year later. The stuff I did with Pete Woods hasn't been traded, and frankly, I don't know if it's going to be. I don't know if they're going to go back and trade that stuff. So everything I did with David Lopez is traded. The Pete Woods stuff probably won't be traded.
0: All right. Oh, here's Coco, the guard dog, who's coming in to sniff the phone. She's checking you out. There you go. All right. All right, she cleared, yeah. Um, well, another another one of the things I wanted to, to bring up besides your besides your work as as a comic book writer, you also work in Rockford, writing for the Rockford Register Star, and you, you know you did such a great job with the DVD reviews on on our magazine style episodes. So thank yeah. you, first of all, thank you so much for doing that. They were yeah, uh, that, a, that was fun. It was a treat every week to hear from you. You know this is this is a great uh, geek film summer. Um, what have you checked out so far? And uh, and what have you liked? Well, oh, so far, it's, uh, it's still kind
5: of tricky. My daughter's, it's it's tough to get a night out. But we did see Iron Man. Really liked that. Thought that was just just great. That's everything a superhero movie should be. I really liked that. And I haven't seen the indie yet. But I think we're going to go see the uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie tomorrow night. Which is getting some so-so reviews. But I'm looking forward to it.
0: Is that uh, the... It's his the first
1: R-rated movie. I, know. I keep hearing that. What does that mean? That's full frontal nudity. <laughs> that's
5: right, dude. It's got Marky Mark.
1: Is he gonna, you know, do the boogie nights? Uh, no. of, uh, you get to see his gong at the end. I don't. I don't
0: ever need to see that ever again. <laughs> oh man, that tears that itself in your brain. So, that scene. so you haven't seen you haven't seen the Incredible
1: Hulk yet.
5: No, I haven't. It just opened
1: today. No, I yeah. Haven't. yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, what are you doing? I'm there now. I'm. theater. Yeah. He's in line. I'm in the theater. I'm reviewing it. The yeah. first five minutes are awesome.
0: You're you're a press guy. You review movies. You know, I figured that uh, you know you could you know get the get the the pre the pre screener over there in Rockford. Oh, yeah, because Rockford is a
5: big city. That they yeah. all
3: that stuff right to me. It's was <laughs> The movies go there first.
0: <laughs> well, what what are you what are you really looking forward to uh, for the rest of the year? Because there's there's some you know it's such a big slate of comic book and comic book inspired movies. What Hancock is coming out in uh, yeah, a week I'm or so. I'm actually
5: looking forward to that Hancock movie. I'm not a big Will Smith fan, but those trailers it makes it look like it could be fun. If I ever wrote a superhero movie, it'd be about a, like a drunken superhero. So. Mm-hmm. That's what we, you know, I'm interested in that.
0: Yeah, I think think, think Jason Bateman's going to be the surprise star out of that.
5: Yeah, I mean, I was a huge Arrested Development fan, so yeah, anything he's in, that's money in the bank. And, you know, that Dark Knight movie, that's going
1: to be good. I hope, I think. I keep forgetting that's coming out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's probably
5: the when one I'm that? looking forward to most. When's it coming out? Like mid-July or something? Yeah, yeah. Or? yeah,
1: July 18th, I think. Yeah. That's like the that. one my girlfriend actually wants to see. Yeah. Does she like the. Yeah, movie?
5: my wife wants to see it too. They love that Christian Bale. Yeah, lady. I think that's most. Oh yeah, it.
1: good point. I didn't think about that. You know,
5: I went out and bought American Psycho at Best Buy because I thought, you know, uh, something for my wife, you know, because she, yeah. you know, <laughs> all together and that. <laughs> Women don't like that movie. I <laughs> won't let my girlfriend.
1: <laughs> I won't let my girlfriend watch American Psycho, uh, because I know she. It will scare her, but she hates it when people are out of control in movies. <laughs> One of the movies that makes her the most horrified is Twenty Four Hour Party People, which really? is like <laughs> supposed to be sort of a comedy. But she hates like out of control drug use. That's and, like, funny. Was, really? That's an awesome movie.
5: I love that movie, but I've never heard anyone being scared of it. <laughs> she <laughs> was. She
1: was freaked out at the end, and I was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "It's like it's supposed to be like a, a bit of a, a comedy," and she was like. They were out of everyone was out of control. Well,
5: they were twenty four hour party people. Yeah, exactly. The of you, five, yeah. a loss of control? Right.
1: I brought my
2: wife to see American Psycho, and she at the end of it, she just turned to me and and was like, "What the, what the hell was that?" Because yeah. you know, we saw it in you know. the theater, I liked it. If well, you
5: really
4: want to scare, him, make him
1: read the book. Oh, oh well, the well, book well, is well, worse. I'm yeah. So oh, God, come no, here, little yeah. boy, and yeah. then you know cut his throat. Uh, well, yeah, sometimes. It's like, <laughs> It's like 100 pages of nothing, and then you get to that murder
5: that goes on for like 10 pages. Oh, it's like a medical textbook.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's the, I think it's the best thing Brad Easton Ellis actually did. Yeah, oh, it's, right. uh, it's scary stuff. You write Catwoman for uh, for comics,
0: and you're, uh, you're a movie guy, so uh, Catwoman the movie? You, <laughs> you know
5: what? You mean the Holly Berry one? Oh, my God. I've still... I, I've never seen
4: it. Neither have
5: I. Either? I haven't seen it. When I first the Catwoman gig, it was in a wizard world like, I don't know how many years ago, um, and Matt Idelson, who was my editor, offered me the comic, and the very first thing he said, because the movie had just come out that year,
1: is, you don't have to make it like the movie. That was the first words out of his mouth. It doesn't <laughs> have to be like the movie.
0: As a matter of fact, don't make it like don't the movie. Don't
5: make an like the That implied, yeah. Can you imagine if they did make it like the movie? Although, I don't know, some of the fans would have liked it better because she would have been wearing less clothing in it. I don't know. You've seen the message board. That's what some fans want. <laughs> That's
1: all they want. So, but not these fans. Uh. Uh-uh. The old one-handed, no, no. The old one-handed yeah. comics. <laughs> wink, wink, you know?
5: More clothes,
2: the better. Skin-tight black leather works for me, too.
5: I don't have a problem. That's right. Yeah, I know. It's skin-tight black leather. Yeah, what do you want?
0: <laughs> I don't need much more. Good Lord. <laughs> Well, it's uh, is there anything on the horizon that we can uh, look for you uh, over at uh, over at uh, DC Comics?
5: You know, I gotta say, there's <laughs> this is a, it's a sad interview. No, I have <laughs> nothing on the horizon yet. I'm hoping to line some up soon, and I I think I probably can't. I've got uh, one more issue of Blue Beetle coming out. I did two fill ins on uh, that, and nice. then uh, yeah, the few, what, three Catwoman issues left. And I did one Supergirl, and then that's it for now. But
0: I'm hoping something else will, and then you're, will come then You're retiring. Well, you, you'll be out uh, rubbing elbows at uh, Wizard World Chicago, right? Oh, definitely. I'll be there.
1: I'll be there the whole weekend. So can we have another really long conversation about Grant Morrison, like last year? <laughs> <laughs> that's
5: all I've been looking forward to. We've got all you know all these new issues of uh, All Star Superman. Super Oh man. We probably have two new issues. Yeah, what do I think? We have to (laughs)
0: have (laughs) two (laughs) new (laughs) issues. Well Sir, we're we're definitely gonna see you out there at uh, at Rosemont and uh, can't call it Wizard World Chicago. It's Wizard World Rosemont. The and crank,
5: it's nowhere near Chicago. Yeah. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's a short
0: it
2: plane ride from
0: Chicago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a commuter like jet away. It's a thirty dollar cab ride, I'll tell you that. Oh, but uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely share a couple beers and some uh, some good stories, some good war stories with each other. And, uh, Excellent. What war hey. have you been involved in? <laughs> Comics are <laughs> a war, man. Comics are yeah. a war. It is a war.
2: I do want to say that I I, I have really enjoyed your your uh, your issues on Catwoman. I've be, I've been reading it oh, almost, thanks. almost, thanks almost since the beginning uh, of you getting on it. So I, I have really really enjoyed it. So thank you. Uh, for thanks.
5: That. I mean, I've had a great time writing it. I
1: yeah, I wish I could
5: continue, buddy. It's, it's getting canceled, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fan fiction. Sorry, is not Could you just
2: send me some scripts after the last issue, maybe? Just, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just keep writing (laughs) it.
3: <laughs> just for me they can't stop me <laughs> that's right
0: <laughs> take that that's awesome good, take yeah. that time warner yeah i'd like somebody to do that yeah. <laughs> well they they have oh been. would that be the saddest thing ever <laughs> <laughs> a writer of a book just kept writing
2: scripts <laughs> 47 issues of unlicensed material
3: but wait when yeah. they do br- when they do bring it back it's like i've been waiting yeah, yeah i've got it we can
1: Hit the ground running right now! I've got it planned out to 125. <laughs> but i got to go. There's a huge payoff.
5: Yeah, we got to start now. Oh my God, that would be so pathetic. i bet it's been
2: done at some point, though. Ditko. Yeah, Ditko's been writing Spider-Man, I think, for <laughs> 35 years. i
4: uh,
2: drawn Spider-Man. He's, he's
4: just waiting for Stan to he's die. 500 issues right. in the bank.
2: He's been ahead of schedule. He's at like Amazing Spider-Man, you know, seven
0: thousand and twelve. Yeah. He, he was he was he was pissed when one more day came out. Yeah. I was like, damn it, I did oh, that last, fifteen years
1: ago. The Last five thousand of all featured the Vulture, though. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. another Vulture story. <laughs> yeah, and then
5: the terrible tankers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well Mr. Piper it is always a pleasure talking with you and thanks again for all the help uh, earlier this year with the movie Hi, no reviews problem. it was awesome and uh, and definitely looking forward to uh, hooking up with you out, uh, out in Rosemont first in a couple his weeks.
2: podcast is cancelled then his book is cancelled
5: Jesus That's Christ right he have been doing DVD reviews,
2: <laughs> on have you been doing movie? Have you been doing movie reviews without us? Just <laughs> audio reviews. I have. I've
5: got them ready. <laughs> <laughs> I keep noticing these files uploaded to the
0: FTP for some reason. It's got like a 20 gig hard drive loaded up. Just let me know. I'll, I'll bring it by the store. <laughs> nice. All right, well, well, Hey, you have uh, a great rest of your Friday night, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks.
5: Okay, take care. See Good
4: you talk in to Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. <laughs>
0: All right, well, I'd like to thank uh, Will Pfeiffer for chit-chatting with us. He's really one of the, one of the good guys in comics. We like the Will. Thanks, Will.
2: I remember last year at Wizard World, you and him, I walked up accidentally to your table as you were in-depth on the comic. We commercial. had a really long
1: conversation about All-Star <sighs> Superman. Man, I
0: just walked away. I just turned around and said, yeah, I'm not drunk enough for that. So <laughs> exactly. we had that was a really long Not where I want to be time. right now. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, everyone. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap this sucker up. Uh, a couple quick notes here. Um, if if this has not uh, this has not sated you, you want to hear more uh, around comics personalities throughout the week? You can <laughs> certainly do so by uh, checking out Tom versus the, the JLA. Please, <laughs> 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 T- Tom is uh, you're about three uh, three episodes a week right now on Tom uh, versus the JLA. I did two this
1: past week because I had to go out to dinner on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's sort of... Isn't that... <laughs> Interesting uh, isn't that scheduling. The thing about yeah. podcasting it was, like, I can't do one because I have to go out to dinner. Yeah. That's completely <laughs> I'm, acceptable. I'm, like, doing, like, three... Three a week is a good... Uh, I think I'll probably pick up a little bit more. My girlfriend's going to Pittsburgh for a month. Ah, uh, uh, you'll have some free time. <laughs> so a little free, free time. Tom yeah, will just be like... There will be <sighs> I miss my girlfriend. I gotta get to the end of the ju- uh, Justice League. It's... Killing you? Nah, killing it's just... How Aquaman. far it's do you... you how many bag.
3: do you... Does he really? oh?
1: The Justice League Detroit years. Aquaman's like making people shut up using telepathy, and his <laughs> wife lapped him, and he's just he. There's a scene where one of the Justice League members is swimming in a pool, and Aquaman thinks a good lesson to teach him is to wait in the pool and then jack him in the stomach <laughs> as he's swimming, and he goes, "You got to be ready at all times." What's giving a Sunday special? Yeah, like, a Sunday special. Yeah, he's
2: like uh, he's like a frat boy. Like, no, oh Aquaman. God, oh
1: he's like this. Uh, sexually repressed frat boy whose wife left him, <laughs> who uh, wants to, uh, teaches people's lessons at the worst times. <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna te- I'm gonna punch you in the stomach. It's <laughs> not the <this> best time <laughs> for me to teach you this lesson about this. And then immediately afterwards, when he's by himself, he thinks, "Oh, this is why I'm such a bad leader." And it is true because it's funny because uh, everyone thinks what I can't understand why anyone wants Aquaman to lead them because uh, guy got kicked out of his own fucking kingdom. <laughs> <and> people <laughs> exiled him. All right, like, yeah, this is the guy you're picking to lead. Yeah, and this are is you the guy that you're like. What would Aquaman do in this situation? Well, Aquaman would do the worst thing <laughs> if he's leading you. Yeah. Well,
2: are you gonna do a big wrap up episode once you finish?
1: When I finish the Justice League, yeah. man, I'll just, I just, yeah, I'll, I'll talk a lot about Hawkman and Aquaman. Those are my two. <laughs> The Hawkman douchebag years of the 70s, and then the Aquaman... Like, terrible leadership Terrible leadership <laughs> skills. The Aquaman school of leadership. Yeah. Which if, and Batman red tape. If we followed that, when uh, we just took a break, you would have sne- sneak-attacked me and hit me with a bottle. <laughs> and like, you should have been ready. Hey, you got to be ready at all times, Tom. you got to be ready at all times. <laughs> You're in the
2: podcast league.
0: Oh, that's a snippet of what you get on Tom vs. the JLA, by the way. Um, if you uh, if you want to hear a little bit more of me, uh, which I think we're actually going to rename 11 O'clock Comics," Old Man
1: Chris, angry bitch old the best <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a metaphor. Who called the drunk the girls? guy? Yeah. What yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's like comic books hit a ball into his yard, and he's <laughs> hey,
5: what's <laughs> all? I
1: haven't liked comics since they stopped being seventy pages back in the '40s. That was when <laughs> a comic book long. was a
5: comic book.
1: <laughs> no creators were credited you didn't know who did any of it it was the best right.
0: 11 o'clock comics many bourbon-fueled rants a lot of there. Y- anger
3: yeah i think i was pretty surprised by that <laughs> so, like, so much whoa, anger what? involved yeah he's gotten all this stuff out of him <laughs> yeah, on this show. No, he just... doesn't bring it here
2: but man oh man
3: i'm glad you're doing it though i'm glad it's probably cheaper than therapy it do you know. It's,
0: it's such a different exercise for me than no, than this no. show. I'm I'm able to, you know, and work you feel comfortable with everyone know. knowing about your drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 now that that every His Wednesday, only problem is he doesn't put it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every Wednesday, I have to come up with a new bourbon drink. Now is my is my little theme. So and you have to test them out before the show. And that's yeah. oh god, yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> no! And then uh also uh Scotty Young is is back among the the podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah,
2: he started he's got two episodes I've, of uh, the Devil in Me. I've been arguing with my Casey. own
1: girlfriend, so I kind of feel <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to wait till that. she's gone and then and I'll then listen, then listen to listen it because uh, right now I've had a lot of
2: I think it. I'll actually be on next week. I she think I'm going to record yet. with those guys. Oh, really? Monday. Yeah. Are
1: you going down there?
2: No, um, no. Just over Skype? Over, Skype, over, Skype. Skype. over the phone? Yeah. Just over via over the letter? Phone. Yeah.
1: I'm going to write. This? I'm going
2: to teletype everything, they all my responses. i have
1: subscribed to the, uh, <laughs> the Salazar newsletter. <laughs> what? Your newsletter. <laughs> oh, you yeah, about, exactly. Uh, bi-weekly.
2: <laughs> and they're just going to read it. Yeah, and just understood.
1: read it on. No, there. I'll. I think we'll Skype it. Up read your
0: your Twitters. So. so yeah, check out the the Devil and Me for uh, Scotty and Casey and their relationship and thoughts and views and all sorts of. It's stuff not. Like they that. call it a relation, but it's not a relationship show. I, I don't know.
3: It sort of is. I'm very. I yeah. Well, just the fact that most of it's them going back and forth, you could call that a relationship That's show. Awesome. I don't know if they're helping anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe. No, but I mean, just by. Just by witnessing what could happen to you, yeah. it's well, kind it's of See, that's, that's why opposed. I'm waiting yeah, until my no girlfriend's gone,
1: and I'm really looking for that. I have enough back and forth right now that i like, solitary, this like solitary loneliness, <laughs> <laughs> when I, <laughs> that whenever need, I can get it. You need that interaction. And I think, like, in July, I'm really It's very entertaining.
3: It. I, I hope that it stays exactly the same. Like, they don't change anything about it, because it's pretty darn near perfect the way it is right nice. now so yeah it's it's it well, is good it at is at that
0: same time of just you know that being a relationship show is the crank cast a relationship yeah show? well we broke I up know. he left the state <laughs> you take hey, the it's kids a, with him. what's them? a long distance relationship <laughs> yeah. now right
3: no, I got to keep ninjas. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so check out the the, the as well. Um, if you have enjoyed what you heard today and uh, and liked the show, uh, please do us a favor and uh, drop by the iTunes Music Store and leave us a review. Uh, thanks to JT Boy Wonder and Andre Barracat for uh, listen for to the other 187 episodes before you write yeah, one. Yeah, if you've liked this one, yeah. And uh, JT Boy Wonder is uh, also a poster on our forum, and uh, if you want to join one of the best <laughs> online comic book communities, you can do so by going I don't to. Know that. <laughs> That's a, I made that oh up. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <He> <laughs> might be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
2: It, cool an executive transvestite. could be an executive transvestite with well, a name that.
0: like JT Boy Wonder, he's probably there not. There you go. Well, you can uh, you can uh, talk to JT Boy it's Wonder and, and other folks by going to. Jesus Christ! He wrote
5: us a fucking review.
0: Well, you can talk to JT Boy Wonder and other folks by going to AroundComics.com and visiting our, our forum. Please uh, check that out. Always uh, good I'm conversations. A hmm? I don't know
5: couldn't know anything about the guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank everyone for joining us I'm today just, uh, yes. Sal, Tom, Mike. You're here Mike, once a month, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> <all right. laughs> Mark uh, Beatty for hosting us every uh, every recording session at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. And Hank, <laughs> who just walked in. Hank, thanks for being late. Eh, I got shit to do. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, whoa. I just got
3: big life. time. Yeah, know, like life, that man. if his dad this was is around. A young up and comer <laughs> man. He's got man, stuff
1: to do. What's this boy? He's got uh, I got sugar to do if his dad was around. <laughs> <laughs> Remember
0: if you're going to be at uh, Wizard World Chicago next week on Friday at 2 o'clock we have our podcasting panel. Next Check week. that out. That's next week. Uh, when this airs, what time is it at? Real? Two o'clock? Yeah. Or two weeks? Two weeks. Two it's the 27th, 28th, 29th. i got a week ahead of myself. Hey. So, yeah, we'll be there. Check that out. And Come on, man. I was getting nervous.
1: Be, be good times. Ask the podcasting panel if, if if they've ever felt like they've wasted their lives. Yes. <laughs> Plus, you'll get a lot of different answers. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get a lot of. <laughs> Yes, immediate. I wouldn't mean yes.
2: I felt like I wasted my life before
1: I was on a podcast. Oh wow! How's wow. You're sort of evangelical that? Podcast about podcast. Saved
0: man. his life. That's right. He's going to be up there. A podcast saved oh, my la-
1: life last night. All right, taught me that I really wanted to go and do something
2: else. <laughs> 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 really fired
0: me up. We'll be back again on uh, next Monday with another full length episode. In the meantime. I ain't saying
1: it. Come on. I'm man. not
2: here. Let's, I'm not. That's
1: old w- format. That is, we're, that, this is a format. Another format, format change. Format change, we're going uh, back. <laughs> and they hate that. Around. Senate. And the We'll no, be on. everywhere in. And around. around. The comments. No. David Webber. Last time we are ever doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2008.